Dude, I am tired. So that was my first question. How much sleep are you getting? Yo, you know, I have to be very conscious of it because of, you know, this, the the health issues I have, like the high blood pressure and all that shit. So, like, yeah, if I get too sleep deprived, you know, that can affect it a lot, too. But um, seriously, you got to make sure you're drinking water. You mm-hmm. want a multivitamin? No, I have one. I haven't taken it yet. I'm actually, I should get start on a taking multivitamin, it tomorrow. sir. I probably should start taking it. But um, on average, I think we get like three, four hours man and like during the day though like we try to take now i mean we like today was actually a pretty good day because i took a nap for like two hours and then uh she took a nap for like an hour are you guys like sleeping at separate times like taking shifts like you go sleep and then i'll go sleep um we started doing that a little bit like today and yesterday um but it's like so like during the day uh, like because she had like a C-section, I'm doing most of like you know the you know heavy most, lifting, the yeah, heavy lifting and around. the chores and stuff. So and, like helping as you out. should. So as um, you should. So she's usually up with him at night, and like I. But the thing is though, like I help her, you know, get him out of the the bassinet. I yeah, help her get yeah. in the bed and stuff like that. If she needs me to pick up something, like I'll get up and do it. You know what I mean? Because I wake to. up, I to. wake up pretty quick. But like you know, usually I can get at least. 30 45 minutes before he starts crying again you know what i mean like, <laughs> and you back on mm-hmm. what's the recovery time for for the c-section did they say um, they said like six weeks um okay but uh they said that she was doing a little bit like better than most people because even the next okay. day afterwards she like she was already walking she was in pain though and she had like a catheter in but like um damn she was walking you know but it was very uncomfortable in the hospital you know the beds ain't comfortable at all i feel like they make them that way to get you up out of there they're like yo we did what we need to do you stable and we get up out of there and we got yeah. the fuck about it like because it's like a like, hotel checkout time like mm-hmm. you had your baby checkouts at three mm-hmm. back your bags exactly like they give you four days but we only stay for three because at that point i was like i'd rather be home yeah and you're comfortable in your own bed like you know yeah. i got the gaming chair which is a lot more comfortable than the chairs that we're using in the room Jeez. over there and stuff like that had so. you sitting at a 90 degree angle and shit in there but the the cool part was like you know their shower was like a all standing shower so it didn't have like a tub feature so mm-hmm. when she came home she had to deal with like um you know lifting her legs up but you know she took her time with it she got through it and stuff like listen that, so. first first one's a charm i mean you knocked mm-hmm. it down you know what to expect everybody's healthy that is the best part of the whole you know the whole scenario but you know you made it through ain't nobody faint you ain't uh, pass out in there. Nah, because, you know, I was in there with her during the C-section and stuff. Yeah. But they put like a divider a tarp between yeah. her and like mm-hmm. where they're doing it from. But like as soon as he came out, like, you know, he made some noise. He started crying, mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, and they was like, I, oh, I let him do their thing, like, you know, clean them up or whatever. That's gorgeous. And then I walked over there and I looked at him and I saw my boy and I was just like, oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? With that being said, we are back again. Episode two officially. I hate it here. Is it two? Yeah. 
episode oh, yeah, it two. Is two. Yeah, it is two. I didn't yeah. really count the pilot. I feel like that was a warm up, but yeah. we'll do episode two. We are talking. My man Kev over here is a first time father. Mm-hmm. Big deal, big milestone, major things. We would mm-hmm. press an applause button right now if we had one. We could probably yeah. add one sometime down the line, but we, yeah, we should. We should definitely look into that. Let's just start there with the future. You are birthing the future. How does that feel? How does it feel to have a boy, first of all? Like, do you think you would have felt different if you would have had a girl or if you would have had a boy or having a boy now? I think going into the whole process, um, I didn't really care whether it was a boy or a girl. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why we chose the name we chose because... Um, you want to say the name or you still want to be... No, nah, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going I'm to keep it Right, right. Close. I feel you. I feel you. That's why um, I... I I sent you that little uh, write-up. I was like, is this, am I saying too much? Like, yeah. what should I say? I know you want to move incognito and keep it yeah. close to home. So I respect yeah. that. But. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But nah, so we chose a name that could work for both. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So once that was established, um, it didn't really matter. But, you know, finding out it was a boy, though, I was just like, all right, that's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, that I was extra pat happy. on the back. Yeah. Well, yeah it's cause like, the, all right. Because the crazy thing is like, you know, um, my dad passed away in like March. Oh man, rest in so, peace. So uh thank you. So like from COVID and shit like that. And um I found out shit I was is having real a people. boy. Tama, Tama, I just want to say shit is real, people. Like mm-hmm. shit is real. So much bullshit. I just keep hearing bullshit oh, everywhere. I made a formula in there, right? But it's it's real. It's real. Whether you want to deny it or not, whether you get the vaccine or not, at least understand shit is real. Yeah, my landlord's mom passed away from it. She was messed up. Like yep. it's gonna get realer if you don't think it's real. And then when it and hits, it doesn't matter home, how far removed you are from that person. Like, right, it doesn't matter right. If you haven't seen them in years, because me and my pops ain't talked for like sixteen years. You know what I'm saying? And we started wow. talking now as I was getting older wow. and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, um, to have him pass away without even to kind of like see through this process from from a disease like this like it puts everything in perspective because everybody can be worried about a vaccine and all this stuff but like when when it hits home like Mm -hmm. you have to do more due diligence to understand what's going on to make the right decision shit is real just protect yourself protect your family that's just bottom line but Mm -hmm. speaking of the future you gotta again how do you manage that like this is a whole new world and you are a new parent in a whole new world gonna have to deal with school and all kind of bullshit everyone is going to be telling you this to do with your kid like how are you are you ready to manage that like so when it comes to like managing people telling me like what to do and how to do it now um a lot of parenting styles out there i spent my life being the people pleaser and just you know, trying to like make people happy by, you know, just following their directions, whether or not I liked it or not. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point in my life, um, like I can't do that anymore. Cause like you're sacrificing not only your own character and integrity, but also those that you care about at the same time. So Absolutely. Like, you know, I've, I've, but you do I've yourself been... a disservice when you aren't honest with yourself, at least about that. Exactly. So like, you know, I've just been, Luckily, you know, I've been able to like, you know, uh, stand my ground for the most part in these in these first few days about a lot of things. And, you know, the people that, you know, that's in my life, you know, they, they're working with the plan, you know, and it's yeah. like sometimes sometimes you can make a compromise with certain things 
And um, if if uh, you should be able to have a conversation and be like, you know, uh, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not going to do that because. <laughs> but you can't do that without you know having you know Hello. research and reasoning behind it. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So I always try to have you know. When I say I, when I, whenever I combat the the ideas, I have examples, mm-hmm. I have facts, I have this, that, and the third, so that you know they they know that it's not a personal vendetta. It's just that I'm mm-hmm. trying to do this, you know, the In right way, way. You know, what I mean, yeah. and trying to mitigate all types of risk. Speaking and, you know, of research, mm-hmm. how much? Like, are you reading? Uh, did you read the baby books? Like, what to expect when you're expecting, and like father to be kind of stuff. Like, where where are you getting your information? So I read like three articles like a month before he was mm. born. And then to be honest with you, I haven't read any of the baby books. She's <laughs> read know, all of get, the baby stuff. You put know, that cause on she's, her. Cause she's also in early education too and stuff like that. So like she oh, knows. Nice. So she's been studying that stuff for like years and that's what she went to school for as well. So like mm-hmm. she I gets mean, to apply a lot of that. Yeah, and I, I, it helps me out because you know I can be kind of the uh, the more laid back person, but mm-hmm. like I guess my m- more of my responsibility is making sure that you know, like we got a bottle warmer. I make sure that's up and running. You know, we got a a whole bunch of stuff for the baby that like, you know, I'm making sure that they're built correctly, that they're sturdy, that you know, if we're gonna put our baby in, that works. For you know, real. I think um, having somebody who you have to know what your role is it doesn't mean that i don't understand things but it's cool because like if i don't know something like she'll explain it to me and i'm like okay cool and then i can move accordingly to what i was thinking about doing and in, in the first place so um being able That's to bounce off thing. things like that you know and just making sure that i just do my role the best that i can and it's still a team effort at the end of the day so you know no one's really doing it alone That's some grown man shit right there proud of you man i appreciate that fucking man. proud of you grown man shit it ain't easy that people sometimes the moral of the story is just know your fucking role know That's your it. fucking role everybody ain't gotta be the captain of the team everybody mm-hmm. don't has don't have to have the ball at the same time no nah, because the minute that you sit there and you start trying to do like this tit for tat thing like the person that suffers is the kid at the end of the day yeah so it's like you know you have and these, these this day and age people don't think about this enough when they're like laying down with people and like they're having these kids out of wedlock and then like they end up hating like the baby mother or the baby father and they have all this drama and all this other extra shit classic it's story. like if you knew who you was laying with and if you ask yourself can this person be a partner in raising another human being like right. people wouldn't be dealing with the people that they deal with you know, and that's a simple question, but I understand in those heated, passionate moments, no oh, you one can't asks that it. question. Yeah, no, you can't <laughs> that's the last question people ask it. But, but the thing is, though, you can't run away from the responsibility. That's what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say, because to keep it 100 and I and I, you know, I sent a tweet out to my cousin as well, like as a dude who I didn't have my dad growing up like mm-hmm. and I and I understand I understand now getting older how impactful that is so when I see my homies like yourself even my little brother who has two kids and mm-hmm. then my cousin who has a daughter like you guys are all still there maintaining and 
showing that representation of being a black dad like in the house still mm-hmm. like that shit bro that shit is major like that shit warms my heart for real i, I mean dog to be honest with you i knew i wanted to be a dad since i was a kid it's like you know how they be like you know women are mm-hmm. always thinking about their wedding day and right right how it's gonna look like my, right. my whole thing was like you know how am i going to be a dad you know especially you know after my dad you know left you know, when I was, you know, kind of in my teens and stuff like that, it's like, I don't, I know how hard my life was because he wasn't there Absolutely. at the most pivotal point. At the most Absolutely. pivotal point. I see those differences of like, even if you were ain't shit dad, you still there to. It makes a big difference. Uh, impact and what's going on. Mm-hmm. But that absence is a huge thing. So like just being around, just sticking around. If you're not with the moms, it don't matter if you got a whole bunch of issues and you work a dead-end job like you are still present in their life and that all you is have a, to do is be there that's a crazy thing like that your energy just being just existing in their growth is a uh, impact so yeah shout out to all the dads out there yeah man and to all the dads out there i mean like it's not easy and i know like you know like sometimes you get like the only time you get to yourself is 20 minutes in the shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes that's what you're going to have to do because you're going to have to, like, put your armor on and just be like, you know, roll For with real, the punches. fight that fight, man. Then I when you get in your fight. bed and you get your two hours of sleep, you just enjoy it. Oh, and, you know, man, that is a tough battle. Like I'm today, sure it gets easier. I'm sure it gets easier. Your skin gets thicker. But I just want to say, for me... I fought the idea of having a kid for a long time, especially Mm -hmm. as I was younger. Like anybody who knew me that talked to me about kids, I was like, nah, get out of here, get out of here, never get out of here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But again, as I grow and I realize like there's certain milestones, and I'm not saying that they apply to everybody, but there's certain milestones in life that you know that you're growing and you can feel that you're growing when you've hit these milestones and you're still able to maintain and adapt and, Yep. And I feel like having a kid is one of those things. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely. And it's not board. for everybody. And I think uh, like people are afraid to let people have their choice. Yeah. Like if you want to be a parent, Clearly. be a parent. If you don't, don't. Right. You know what I mean? And like if you somehow, if you don't want to be a parent and you put yourself in the situation where it happens, you, you got to grow up. You got to be a parent. Yeah, you forfeit your choice at that point. If you play in the game, when you get fouled, you can't be upset that you got fouled because mm-hmm. you played in the game, you know? Like, exactly. But then if you score, you're happy you're, you score, but then you don't like getting fouled. You know, you can't take one without the other. No, you can't. Like, it's, 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 all, it's all included in the game. And like, you know, but <clears throat> you just have to know the rules at the end of the day and just do the best that you can. For real, man. Again, proud of you. Proud of all the dads. No, I appreciate it, man. Get more than 20 minutes, man. Get more than 20 minutes. Y'all, we deserve that. Y'all deserve that. I mean, today was the first time I actually got to sit and, like, play some video games for, like, at least two hours because he was knocked. You know Um, what I'm saying? And, like, even then, like, he held him on my chest. And we would watch the, what did we watch? We watched Toy Story and The Lion King today. I mean, he don't know what's going on. (laughs) I mean, you got to put him on early. Put him on early. So when he grow up, he know those sounds. Like, oh, I heard that when I was little, so. Exactly, exactly. You know, he just laying on my chest. He falling asleep and stuff like that. And, like, 
you know but and you know you kind of have to feel the same way like even when he's crying like you have to like kind of tuck all of those feelings in of like frustration because it's not your fault and i kind of yeah. struggled with that like a little bit because i was like yo why 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 is he doing this mm-hmm. and then like you know if you get in your head too much you gotta out. realize like he's, he's just a baby you know they're just a baby yeah. they don't know they're just going off their survival instincts at this point and you just have to you know eliminate the um what the the reasoning behind why they're doing what they're right. doing and then once you find it you just adjust a human puzzle and then you got to solve it mm-hmm. it was a comedian that had a joke about babies it's like when they're newborns like for your baby a couple of days ago he was inside his mom getting fed through a tube surrounded in liquid now he's in the world he has to inhale and exhale every it's second or it's like yo what's up with this like no, can i go back lie. in the can i go back inside with the tube and get yeah. And it's and it's the like, crazy part is it's as simple as like we uh we got we have uh blankets that were given to us by the hospital. Like we went in there with like a, a like a whole diaper bag full of clothes and stuff for us already. Right, ready to go. But, um they had the hospital blankets that they were like, you know, swaddling him in or whatever. And then like the last few days, like he's been crying a lot because we've been using the ones that we bought. Mm-hmm. So like last night we decided to switch to the ones that the hospital gave us and like it changed everything. Cause nah. that's what he's comfortable with. That's what he know what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, you know, you 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 might have all the stuff in the world, but those first few days, whatever he knows is a comfort to him, like you that's gotta it. keep those things and implement those things until he he can understand and know better as he grows up. Yeah, man, it's tough. Just growing and planning for the future and Mm -hmm. figuring out the future like what are your plans like do you want him to go to like college or what if he joins the army or like now you got to go through all of these thoughts and like you have to process your emotions for a whole nother person's future like bro how do you plan for the future of another person well, the thing is, like, I'm a different type of individual, right? So, like, there'd be a lot of times where I'd be sitting there smoking weed in the crib. <laughs> and, like... Yeah, like, what if he's a smoker? Like, you don't know. It's, it's so many... So many things. And I sat yeah. there. I, I'd be, like, high as hell. And I'd be just sitting there thinking. And I'd be thinking about... Even before I met her, like, I used to think about, like, what if my kid this, that, and the third? And I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, you just have to love him. And you just have to be there for him. And you just have to be able to give them the information that they need to make the best decision that they can. Right. Because you have to look at your own life and be like, yo, I made a lot of dumbass mistakes. There's a right. lot of mistakes I made in my 20s that my mom used to like, get on me for. And like they accumulated to a certain point and like I had to pay certain consequences like damn. But at least, you know, she was there to tell me, you know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, when you have your own kids, you kind of have to look at them and be like, you know what, like, I can do the best I can up to when you're 18 at 18 (laughs) and I let you get out there. I have to hope that all the teachings, all the morals, everything I gave you made an impression enough that you can not only, you know, um, keep the same moral code that, you know, I instilled in you, but also be your own individual and 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 just push forward and push forward and And even if you make mistakes, it's like, I'm always going to be there. My question now is, and I only asked this to be devil's advocate and I, mm-hmm. and cause this wild story, I went down this rabbit hole today. Like mm-hmm. as a parent, where do you draw the line of like, 
your unconditional love for your own child. And I know that sounds wild, sketchy, and but all right. So in Florida, two days ago, a 14-year-old and a 15-year-old, there's articles. I'm gonna send you the link. We can post this up. Mm -hmm. They were planning to do a whole school shooting, like a whole, they had a whole map with indicators of the cameras and Mm -hmm. You know, they would they had guns and they were planning to build bombs. This was crazy. They stopped them. But as one of the moms came out and said, you know, this is not like my son and all this and all that. And then they went into his room and he had nothing but posters of like, you know, uh, what do they call them? Targets and like mm -hmm. different kinds of guns and stuff. So it's like, where as a parent, do you draw the line and just be like, all right, my son is beyond anything I've could have done, you know, like. I think the line comes when they enter a phase where they try to inflict harm on other people. Yeah. And they are conscious of it. Like um, a lot of times I think as parents, we always want to look at our children as if they are the same little person the best that, we, light. That, yeah. that we brought up and we always want to put them in the light. But the thing is, though, love is a double edged sword. Like you have to care for that for that kid. You have yes, to be dude. there for that kid. But you also got to be the harshest critics when they do the, the things they're not supposed to be doing. That's deep. And you see it all the time because my sister was a teacher at one point and I just could imagine the parents who she would have to tell them like, hey, your child isn't doing X, Y, and Z. And then the parents, they want to say, oh, it's because maybe you're teaching or maybe some other thing. And it's hard to be self-aware for your own child sometimes. I don't know. Well, yeah, because as, a, as a parent, how do parents adjust to that? Parents got to put away their pride. That's all that is at the end of the day. It's like, they're so private. It's like, my kid can't be doing that because if their kid right. is acting up, that's a reflection of their own parenting. Right. Yeah. So it's like, where do they draw the line and say, okay, that's not my parenting. That's just that kid. Like, even though that's my kid, that's just that kid. Cause these are 14 year olds and 15 year olds planning mm -hmm. to hurt a whole school. And one of the kids was telling them like, Oh, don't come to school this day. So they were like proud of it. It was it, it was such a weird article. I'm gonna send it to you. The way they describe how they planned it and were happy about doing this, and then the parents wanted to come out and say, you know, my my kid is just confused and yada yada. But it's like, okay, that's I mean, that's kids can another be level now. Kids can be influenced, but at the same time, like it's it, there could be so many factors within the parents and the kids' relationship, like. Parents these days, they always champion this whole thing of being your kid's friend. It's like that can happen to a certain extent. But, you know, it's a deeper issue because, like, when you think about your friends, like, do your friends really hold you accountable for all the things that you do? And if they don't, are they really your friends? So, like, Very if true. you're trying to be a parent true. and you're trying to be a friend, a true friend will tell you when you're wrong and they will keep an eye on you so you don't fuck up your own life. If right. they can't do that for you, that ain't your friend. I mean, that takes some self-awareness, though. A lot of people don't have... But we don't teach self-awareness in this society. Very true. That's we a don't. deep level of self-awareness that you have to have that even if people in your circle tell you that you're messing up, mm -hmm. you can accept and trust their opinion enough of your own actions like mm -hmm. 
to, to, to say that something that I did myself, even though you are telling me that it was wrong, I'll take that into consideration of the future. You know, that's a, mm -hmm. it's that's a, huge a hard step. thing to do when a lot right. of people just have people around them that either are just like them. So they make all the same types of choices or, you know, do the type, same types of actions so that when things do go awry, they just, you know, uh, what do they call it? Enable it. They just yeah. enable it or, you know. And it's hard to separate yourself because as humans, we like, we're uh, social creatures and we like being in groups. We don't like being alone. And it's like, you know, if you had to choose uh, being alone and doing the right thing or being with the group and doing the stupid shit, <laughs> you know, like eight times out of 10, you're going to be in the group hey, doing the stupid shit. I think that goes with our age, too. A lot of times we just are like, you know what? Oh, yeah. Early 20s, I man. Just, like, we're horrible. Yeah. People. We're horrible. It's like, I might people. have to check out some of this stupid shit over here that they nah. do. And it looks fun. No, nah, and, and that's the whole point of growing up is, but uh, the thing is, you have to choose. At one, at some point, you have to choose when it's time. Yeah, and then you, you have can't to make run choice. away. You can't run away from the responsibility of it, and you can't just sit here and say, "Well, that's just the way I am." That's Facts. not going to work. Facts. No, absolutely. A life is choice, and the choices you make come with uh, repercussions and consequences, and rewards and mm -hmm. awards. Mm -hmm. So. Just make those choices, man. Mm -hmm. Make those choices. Every day is a choice. And you just live by that. And 100%. 100%. A lot of people don't understand that. And that can be a sucky thing. And that's kind of why I hate it here. But I kind of enjoy here sometimes just watching the future kind of flourish. All the little children in my life that I've seen and are just now being born. It's like, wow, they're they'll see the world way further than I ever will. So yep. just try to have a little hope in the future, even though shit is shit be bullshit. I know <laughs> should really be bullshit. But speaking of bullshit, mm, just kind of like... flushing out the bullshit mentally. Well, I guess it's not bullshit, but finally getting through all of it. It felt like I watched four or five movies in total between CLB certified lover boy and Donda now, the two longest albums I probably ever listened to in my life. Dude, I'm so mad that I, I'm so annoyed with this 20 plus song format. I, didn't, I hope this is not a thing. I hope this is not a steady thing. When we had CDs, fine, because you had to stay in line for that CD, for right. that cassette. You want the most <laughs> songs as possible. It Streaming has really changed how we consume music. Because I grew up, you know, when Get Rich or Die Trying, I know. Oh, when that shit dropped. God. I'm like, okay it, that you mention it because I enjoy it too. But again, had, we're not going to make this a running joke that you think that is the greatest hip-hop nah, album nah. of all I'm time. I'm just saying, it had 18 <laughs> tracks on there. I think the Black album had like 16 or 17 <clears throat> tracks on there. Mm -hmm. A couple of other albums centered around like 18 to 20 tracks, but it was different. Because what? You went and got the CD. You got the booklet. You got to see the credits. Right. You got to see the lyrics. Oh, man. You got this. You, you was consumed. You had time to sit there Those and consume were the it. days. Ripping because that plastic you had wrapper to. off. Yeah, exactly. it was a commitment. Um, I can go on my iPhone and listen to this shit. I don't want to hear 20 songs. It's just a lot. Like I want to hear your best 12. Right. But what are these double albums now? Like in this day and age where, al where albums 
maybe had 15, 17 on a deluxe mm-hmm. with a 20 something track album. It feels like it's a double album and you just didn't want to call it a double album for both of them. They just want to they just want to pad the streaming numbers. And there's nothing wrong with that. I was listening to Certified Lover Boy earlier and I was just like, mm-hmm. it's just the same shit. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. and he does it well. Like Drake mm-hmm. does that shit well. But it's some the of the same songs. Shit. Some of the songs sounded like songs that I've heard before, just with a different variant in the hook. Yeah. And but, like, I mean, you know, way too sexy with future. I'm, that shit's a banger. I ain't gonna lie, that shit goes. Is it? Is it it fell through for me? And I'm a huge, I want, I want them to do a what a time to be alive too because i'm a huge future fan and i'm a a huge drake fan but that way too sexy just it felt short for me it felt it felt now into deep into deep is like that that shit was that's a slapper knocker upside the head no i mean Um, i think way too sexy is perfect for billboard shit and like i find myself now in my old age paying attention to more what's on billboard and listening to it because I just want to fucking jam out and just have a good time, yeah, dude. Make you know, it easy and, and just relax. Because if I get into all these like deep cuts and what I'm looking for, like it, it, it's too you much. have to you have to package it as a project that is like that's that's that what a time to be alive. Like if right. you're gonna give me that, package it like that, give it to me, and I'm enjoying it. But like make if you're gonna give me an album of 21 tracks, like I'm going for the heavy hitting billboard sound and shit i'm going for the like you know the like the first track on there the champagne poetry oh champagne poetry oh that's a slapper knocker i'm thinking i'm gonna start saying that it's about to be my catchphrase yo but yeah that's i ride out to that i ride out to that 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 old timey sample yeah i ride out to that i I ride out to that for sure no he did i've been like I didn't need I didn't need 21. I, I did once again. I had to condense yeah. it to like 13 tracks. Yeah, you have to. If you want to make it consumable for you in the future, once you get through all of it, which is probably what I'll have to do now that I've gotten through them both. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, yeah, just I have it all in my library and be like, I don't need this one, I don't need that one. I did certify Love a Boy earlier when it first dropped. So I was just now getting through Donda mm-hmm. and even though this came out first, I just, I don't know. I just was so much barraged by the hype. I just took my time, but Donda jail is a banger. I think I said that before, but I hate that. as I, as I list, yo, bro, that's a banger. That feels like you're running in a field. Like I, I uh, it's a huge banger. I it. Um, and, and the thing is, I love the, the hove and yay, like combination. Yo, mm-hmm, once the throne mm-hmm. dropped, like yo, my whole world was turned upside down. Oh, that's like, another one. When I listen to it though, I'm like, I don't feel that. And I'm not saying right, for them right. to do the same shit, but like you should be able to recreate that feeling on a different it's, landscape. Like, it's when been you think a while about, for them though. When you think about it's been painting, a while for them. Right? Van Gogh has painted so many different things. Mm-hmm. But you feel his passion, like you feel his creativity, and and you feel that vibe in every single one of his paintings that he's created. Right. Jail does this do with him. I've heard then, that argument though. I've heard that. I've heard that maybe Jay's verse wasn't as 
well put together as people want to give him credit for. But I just think the feel, the feel of the song is just is hearing great. them is nice. I do like hearing them back. Kanye's got a big build up in the song, and then Jay's verse is like a slow, like down, like like you're going mm-hmm. down a roller coaster, like you're just yep. coasting down, and then it kind of builds again. But that's why I want I don't to like, do. I don't like the fact they did a jail part two with the baby. I'm like, I'm tired of these part twos. I know on like Pablo, there was a lot of part twos on there that was like fire and stuff like that. I get that, but we don't need right. that all the time. That, that this is like deluxe activity. That's what I'm like. How can you do a du- This album ha- has 27 songs. If you do a deluxe of this, what is a deluxe of this? Like 35? Uh, a That's, deluxe is-, is something that I'm not going to listen to. <laughs> yeah, that deluxe is like a a buffet. Yeah, I it's just like about the whole even... pop smoke deluxe thing. I'm not listening to a Kanye deluxe. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. Um, but what I wanted to do now that we heard them both and we could mm-hmm. finally, I guess, uh, p- put a placement on them in our mind at least. I got four categories, and mm-hmm. I wanted to get your rating on each of these albums in each of these categories and we could see maybe which one averages out to the better for you or like, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of how you feel. And we'll kind of play that like that. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So do you want to know the four, the four categories off top or you just want to, so, should we do them? Well, just... we, should, we should tell the people what they are. All right, cool. All right. So the four categories, first one is production, just general production. How do the beats sound? Mm-hmm. How does the, you know, just the sonically, how does it sound without the lyrics, without the, you know, any skits, any mm-hmm. ad libs, anything like that. And then second category is the overall rap skill, like overall bars, just straight vocals, who said the more either clever thing or hard hitting thing or witty thing or who did it better for you mm-hmm. in, in that aspect. Uh, and then I pick this category only because i feel like they were both feature heavy in my in my yes. perspective yes uh but feature selection who had a better feature selection who picked the better people and who picked the right person to do the right thing mm-hmm. or who put the right person in the right spot to do the right thing you know it's like who who just used their feature in the best way and then last category overall creativity like what seem more creative to you generally in the project you know who had a more creative moment in the project itself i'm not talking about the roll-ups and the shows and the yeah. kanye at the none of the outside antics just, just in the just physical, the crea- in the in the actual package of the music right yeah. right okay all right so we'll let's, start let's start with you want to start recent one Let's start with mm-hmm. CLB and we'll just CLB. And then yeah, we'll... you want to go straight down or should we do CLB Donda for each one? Um let's do CLB straight down. Okay. And then do Donda. And then we'll just write it. Uh, we'll just take um Yeah. I'm in the notes app. So I, I don't know if you update it at the same time. If it's what's what'll yeah, happen, but we'll figure it out as we go. All right, cool. CLB production. You want to start or you want me to start? Um, you can start. I will start where well, we kind of hit on it again. I feel like it is very redundant. Very, very redundant. I mean, I don't know if he's it's his just bread and butter. He's yeah, not doing anything new. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh man, I wish I wrote it down. Uh no friends in the industry sounds like just a 
very familiar simple song that he's done before mm-hmm. um ah uh, he's always been a person that uses samples like and then like he even makes them super like super smooth and then right. he does this like underwater tonal thing with his beats right right singing. the beats change and then it's very familiar everything something i can't remember the tone off the top it's of my like, head but it's like the it's like the the marvin's room type of vibe yeah yeah the sunglasses in the club type shit and i'm like fam this is dope mm-hmm. don't get me wrong he's top tier with doing this but it was just familiar. Shit. It was just familiar. It didn't sound. I give, I give him. They're still dope beats though, so I gotta give him that right. Seven. Right. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, even an eight. Champagne poetry definitely bangs off top. Mm-hmm. Uh, way too sexy is a good use of a sample. I haven't heard that sample used in a hip hop uh sort yeah, of way. That shit was. Um, I ain't gonna lie. That's why I like it because I'm like, that's it. That's a. That's a sample right. that you never heard flip before. I like that flip. Yeah, I feel like I could hear if you're getting ready and you're about to go out or you about to feel mm-hmm. you feeling good. Like I could feel, I could see it. I could see where it works. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would. I, yeah, I would give him an eight. I would go eight. I would go eight. What are you thinking? You said seven. Yeah, I said seven. Seven is good. Um, all right, yeah, just overall rap skill. How are you feeling? Was was the bars there for you? Was the was it was it was it top tier Drizzy Drake? She says she was a lesbian. And I said no. I know. I, I was gonna go there too because that was the that's Yo, a good you song. Know, you know what's crazy with Drake? Like it no knock to him. <sighs> His shit is Instagram, Instagram quotes. He's that guy. But I He's don't that know guy. if having Instagram quotes makes you a top tier rapper. Oh, I mean, in today's generation, it puts you up there. Apparently, it puts you up there because who, who, who hasn't used a yeah, Drake but quote? Like, let's let would would if Jay Z says something like that. Now he did say, "If I do Jay- say so myself, nah, right?" Jay was that guy. Allow nah. me to reintroduce. Uh, people was, you know, yeah, but that's fire. Jay though. was that guy for a while, but that's fire though. And this was before Instagram too. And that's and that's funny to think about that because, like, if Instagram was around back then, like a lot of his songs, like his quotes would be crazy. But I don't know if it's like there was also uh, on. I think it was on Pipe Down. He said. Uh, she said she belonged to the streets, but the streets belong to me. I was just like, "Come on, guy! Yikes! Yikes! Come on!" Nah, guy. He, got, he got in his toxic bag, and this one, man, he was just going off on it, bro. And I was just like, "I mean, he's still okay for me personally, you know, because I make I used to rap and shit. Um, I I." I cannot give you above a six if really I, if if I have to wonder if you wrote it or not. No, come on. Are we gonna do that? We're gonna say it and write it now. No, no, no. That's I'm speculation. Saying, no, 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 no. I'm saying because of the whole situation, we know that he has writers that be writing his shit. But we, we know, know Kanye doesn't write too though. But but are we're see, aware of that. But they're in the same category in that sense. Okay. 
You know what I'm saying? For me, they're in the same cat. It's just like Diddy. Diddy ain't right. Dre ain't right. Uh, when Dre was on the song with Eminem, um, Guilty Conscience. Shit. Yes, you think mm-hmm. Dre wrote that shit? That's, nah, that was that's my that's a banger too. That's a slapper knocker. That that that's just a classic. That's a slapper. That's knocker, Eminem's true. flow. That's everything. Eminem probably ninety five percent sure he wrote wrong. that. But like, I, it's still I a banger go, track. I wouldn't go six only because, like I said, Champagne Poetry definitely is. Nah, uh, when he goes in his more introspective, uh. <sighs> I like the introspective stuff a lot. Yeah, so I, I, um, give, I give him even an eight. on I give love. Him an eight. Love all him and Jay Z is a. I like him and Jay going back and forth. Yeah, and Jay like gave and Jay, Jay and the problem I have is Jay gave Drake a better verse. You think on, so? 100%. Oh, then Jay on jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Nah, he gave him a way better verse. I was like, I this think... is what I want to hear. So I'm. I give him a. I give him a seven. <sighs> I'll give him an eight because, like, when um, he goes in his bag and he starts talking about his friends there. and all this other shit, I'm like, you know what? I feel you. Like, it's I hate there. It's there. He can do it. He can it's just, do I don't, it. I, I don't care for the Instagram well. quotes because that's just for the bitches. Now, future, uh, feature selection. Just to go over the features, we have Lil, Lil Baby, Baby, Lil Dirk. Uh, Jay Z, Travis Scott, Future, Young Thug, Yeba, Twenty One, uh, Tim. I feel like Ty all these Dalla. people. I feel like I'm missing some people, but I feel like all these people have been on his previous albums before. Very generic again. I agree. The only one it's that cookie stands cutter. out. The only one that stands out is maybe Yeba. Yeah. But I he mean, always has a singer doing something. Yeah, type of I was gonna say joint. it's, it's very like cookie a cookie cutter. It's cookie yo, cutter. Yo, it's yeah. Because when I think back now, it was either before Yeba, it was like Georgia Smith. He had, yeah. or before that, I he, he had. You can go back. People, I'm sure yeah. it's always that one who he gets that one. You're right. Rihanna or uh, Janae Aiko. Yeah, oh, like you're he's right. Done it. You're right. He's done Nothing it really time surprises time. me. So like, but I mean, you still have to give him an eight for it because all of them I, showed out. Uh, did they? People talking about Knife Talk. It's a high-rated song on the album. I do not like that song. I feel like twenty-one. No, I like hearing. I like hearing Project Pat talk his shit on there, man. <laughs> I mean, that don't do nothing for the record, though. Sometimes it just didn't. I, I don't know. I, I, Knife Talk wouldn't be on my breakdown of the when I break down the album. I like that song, man. But 2020 20, 21, I think, has improved a lot with his rap skill. But like I said, like he's been on the last like maybe one or two, and it's like Travis Scott also. But but yeah, listen, I fuck with Travis so heavy, bro. I can't even me talk too. Shit. Me too. Fair trade is is would be definitely that top shit. on my breakdown. Like that Ooh. is a good. That's just fire. I, that's another quotable. He said, I started, what he said, I started losing friends and gaining peace. I sound, that sounds like a fair trade to me. Like, you know, some girl is going to put that under her under her picture tonight. And she's the one that was traded in for peace. I know. And she was, she was the person that broke up all the peace and she going to throw that under her picture tonight. You can't. I fucking hate it here. Nah, man, but when but, you got Travis Scott on the record, I don't think you can miss like that dude. 
I wouldn't say that. I don't want to give these top tier artists that kind of a nah, pass. But like, Travis, though, he be hitting. He hits. He that's why I said fair trade. It hits. He like hits. Not, that's a like eight times out of ten, bro. Like you getting a a, a banger with Travis on that. You you you're not lying. You're not lying. In the Bible, and I'm not about to start a quote or nothing. But the song in the Bible. Do you like that song? I think I skipped over it. I don't like that song. Like the beat is weird. The flow is uh, like off pace to me. I just, yeah, I don't. Really I care just want for to it. get you. Like I, I, I listened to like the that. first like minute thirty of a lot of these songs. I was like, yeah, I don't really care for this shit. Uh, yeah, I wasn't crazy. Uh, because but, I'm okay. like, it's, like I said, it's the same. It shit. feels very, and that's Little Dirk and Giveon, and we literally just heard Little Dirk and Drake, and then Giveon was just on. Uh, what is that? Scary, dark, oh. scary lane. Yes, Dem- yeah. demo tapes, lane, yeah, 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 something. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. Uh, but feature selection, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with a six. I feel like the feature selection is very basic. Like some people phoned it in, some people didn't. It, was... I, I, I give it a seven because Hove, Hove helps him out because of that verse. Uh, Travis helps him out. True. Future does what Future does. And I'm never going to talk bad about Future. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think those three for me, I give them a seven. Everyone else, I'm not saying they did bad, but like it's just the same. Unimpactful, yeah. So I'm sorry, what'd you say again? I'm trying to write these all down now. You said uh, seven? Seven. Seven, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a six. Uh, so just last uh, category for CLB, creativity. Oh, how, that's a three. How, that's a three. Three, you don't feel no creativity came out of this project. It's just like it's all of his albums mashed into one. And like he's just picking, like, like we said, the features, it's the same mm-hmm. people. Right. Right. The sounds like no disrespect to 40 in them. Like this, the beats the are crazy. Are, they're right. dope, but they're in the lane. And they're I get very it. Familiar. When yeah. you have a lane that you're dominating in. Yes, you're gonna do your best music in that lane, but then right. you got so many people. When I look, when I think about how J Cole comes out and he does what the last album that he did, and I was like, because the one before that, I was like, that's boring as shit. I threw that shit out the window. But this oh last God. one that he I, did, I was like, you're gonna have you them J Cole fans on you, man. Don't I, we can't put that. Listen, I went to St. John's. I don't got. I don't want your shit. <laughs> so you're gonna say three? I'm gonna just give it a five, and that's being very generous i i feel also probably for the same reasons it just feels very phoned in very Mm -hmm. for being highly anticipated it was just and it's so much like generic like genericism i don't know if that's a word but it's so generic all the way through that it just feels like there was no creativity like he was like oh let me get another one of those uh non-stops let me get another one of those uh i mean but he don't even got that many i wouldn't say bangers because they bang but now nah, but the i thing don't is know though, if these like, songs are gonna hit as high as the heights of his other songs you know i hope i hope he if he hears this and he tries to diss me i mean i'll but like i'm wondering if he if we get a drake this we lit oh i'm 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 gonna bury his ass um i wonder if he doesn't want to do anything creative because he doesn't want to lose the spot that he has 
as the most streamed is the end the third. Right. Because, like, look at Hove. Like, Hove, we got Blackout. Came back with Kingdom Come. It was totally different. The sounds was different. Everyone hated it when it came out. Everyone hated it. Everyone loves it different. But everyone loves it now. Um, then you have the Blueprint Three. It was it was alright. There was some joints on there. It was alright, but American Gangster, whoa, four four four, whoa. Um, the other one that's before that with the Justin Timberlake song on there, I like that album a lot too. You know what I'm saying? So like, you got to be able to like, if you know you're the man, you to be the man, and then do some other shit to make people right. Be like, yeah, you it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough of anything new or different to mm-hmm. feel like you're reaching that you're reaching someplace else. But that's the that's a kind of another question we could go into maybe at a later date. But like, has he peaked yet? Do we think he's peaked? Is it? Is it? Are we coasting now? Are we finally plateaued and we're just coasting? I will like you've been this. on fire for so long that you're finally just at a just a regular simmer, and then eventually you'll cool down. But he has his he he knows his he's in his lane. He know what his car is, right? But here's the thing: there's multiple lanes in the highway while you're in that car, right? So you can change your speed up and you can do different things to get to the same destination and you can switch your lanes because you, it's the same highway. You just got to be able to switch and listen lanes and give people something different and be able to go from one to another. And you got to progress that moving forward. Like look at Kendrick, like a uh, good kid, Mass City. Yeah. To pimp the butterfly. Completely different. Damn. Three completely, completely different. different albums. Yeah. Three solidified classics. You can't say nothing. Easy, easy, easy. He's coming too. Even with Cole. Um, I forget what KOD. KOD. uh, Forest Hills Drive. Forest Hills. uh, Born Center. His first joint, The Untold Story. It's like, fam, Mm -hmm. every single one is different. But everything, every single one, Bangers was on there. He put every, whoever he was at the time, is in there and i'm like i feel like just drake is the same nigga every single time like he's managed and, to and it worked like work for it worked it. the first uh with the first album take care probably his best work uh views i think was okay but i didn't even listen mm-hmm. to the album that much but i was like a lot of this sounded like uh if you're reading this it's too late mixed yeah. with uh i think it was scorpion yeah um, all right, but, but yeah, I gotta go five on creativity. Yeah. Uh, switching over to Donda now. Let's mm-hmm. just straight off the top. Production is uh, is the only knock I could give on production was it was a lot of uh like long beats with just nothing. Like it was just the beat playing, mm-hmm. and then it was a lot of choir stuff. Like I'm just kind of burned out on Kanye and the choir stuff. I know that's kind of his bag, but the beats were absolutely insane, insane. Yeah. I got to give him an eight because even with the, like the choirs and stuff, he's still, I'm not saying they're like the greatest things, but mm-hmm. they sound good. They're insane. Insane. They, they insane. sound good. And like, I, I was like, I may want to go back to church. If he's, if he's <laughs> there, if he's there, I'm there. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, gonna be sitting front row at the Sunday service. Shit, you have no idea, fam. I'll be there because that shit sounds good. I'm gonna give him an eight because that shit sounds good. I will even go nine. I would even go nine, but uh the reason why i wouldn't go now i feel like he could have added more drums in a lot of songs or whatever because he did that thing again when he took out a lot of drums and a lot of things and that was my complaint about uh the jesus album too but i understand what a jesus Mm. album was but i'm like Kanye, i knew the drums man like you you Mm. are the you are hip-hop's beat maker He's got something with drums now, though, that he, that he said, like, 808s are the devil or something like that. Like, it's don't quote me on it, but I've seen some weird quote where he you know what feels feel weird like? about certain drum patterns or something like that spiritually. I feel like, I feel like he's just mad insecure about drums because maybe that was one of the things he always had a weakness with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I remember there was a story where, like, I think it was he took the drums off. I remember uh, it was last call on College Dropout. He was talking about he took the drums off Explosive and was tweaking them. And he had to get somebody to help him, like, you know, EQ them a certain way. So I feel like oh, wow. drums, like, he's, 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 he's obviously he's improved. But right. maybe he's just like, I don't, maybe he's just like, I, maybe the insecurities came back up because of the choir stuff and how those would sound with mm-hmm. that. Like, maybe he he's just a like, lot of, uh, he used a lot of tribal drums on 808s and Heartbreak. So. And I love that shit, man. Right. And that was another album people wasn't with when it came out and then realized, like, yo, this It changed is, everything. <laughs> this is this is a whole sound. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him, a, I said an eight. Yeah, I'm going to give him yeah, an eight. Yeah, I'm going to do a nine. And then, then we get into overall rap skill. Seven. And this is where, yeah, this is where, to me, Kanye. He never was a top lyricist. We know th- this. That's what I'm realizing now, because I feel like he's been so high in my, like, just the overall music and production mm-hmm. and how the music felt. Like, I maybe never keyed in on the bars, but now that I'm older and I'm, like, listening to lyrics and like holy he said what really <laughs> well he said what he said um adam could never be a black oh man we always go to the yeah could never share his rib i go like, i like, laughed out loud i go no <laughs> it sounded like it sounded like he laughed too because they cut it he was like yeah. ah, and like he leaned from the mic or something but and yeah I was, I was that like, was my know, first thought too for me i'm like that's like prankster kanye for me i'm like that I was like a those. cheap shot yeah <laughs> i was like and then the he didn't stop the flow either. He was like, Adam, Adam, Adam could never be black at at because a black at at never give up his written it, it. I was like, okay, guy, you're just. I was like, is, yo, he was, he was having fun at that point. I was like, I, I like it. I, I hate like, it here. I want to speak to the manager. I was. I was dying, dude. I was laughing my ass off when I heard that because like, it's not lyrical at all. It's stupid, but like it's, it's, it, it's enjoyable, but, right? Like, but, the, like. MC, like so the problem like the 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 thing with hip hop is like when we talk about MCs MCs is supposed to entertain you mm-hmm. does that mean Move they the always crowd. have to be the most lyrical at all times probably right. not right they just got to make you like enjoy what you're listening to you know what i'm saying no matter how dumb it is and that's why like you know drake you know like it's perfect for him because like instagram quotes is perfect to move the crowd and make right. him enjoy the music and i think short Kanye, little statements that generic people could agree to or or laugh you know, at that's just like at, it's like yeah. it's like it's like a crazy comparison not but too he, complicated it's a seven bro because like Kanye was never a top lyricist. He can go off sometimes. I don't know, because and then now that I'm realizing he has writers also, it's like we gave Drake this whole 
you know, ghostwriting rumors, but a lot of people were ghostwriting. Did you know Styles P was a ghostwriter for Kanye? So here's the thing, and you know, and you Styles know Styles P, and you know, and you know the difference. That's between the, Drake. just the styles are different. You know the, the the thing between Drake and Kanye in that sense that's different because Drake was running around here acting as if he was writing all of this shit. He was the top dog. He was the top nigga writing all of this shit and then when his shit got aired out he was like oh what the fuck and he took that super personal because you see what he did to me after he did that shit right Kanye never sat here and told us he was the best rapper he said I just want to (laughs) rap he said I just want to make rap music and I just want to make the best total package that I can and that's been his whole thing since the beginning you know what I mean so that he has done multiple times for sure done that so but and then seven. when i think yeah i think back now it's like well, kanye and his rhymes is like have they ever been top tier i'm just thinking back at songs and it's like if i fuck this model his and production. she just bleached her asshole and i get bleach on my t-shirt i'm gonna feel like an asshole like that's not a bar this is not a these are just weird chain together statements about a certain event, you know? So it's like, yeah. I'm going to have to go six. I'm going to go six. Just the, I felt, the, the, I felt the music was good. Too. But the thing is, though, Kanye really, his production makes you forget about all of that. So that's much. the thing. That song was a banger though. And we would yeah. sing that happily easily because that song is an apps. Uh, it's a complete slapper knocker and yeah. you can't avoid that in any any form but the nah, bars definitely yeah give him a seven i gotta go six future selection when he talks now. about but when he talks about like his life though like he he he'd be like when he was talking about kim in that song lord i know i was like this is this is this is he's writing man he's writing i like it now what i didn't like is on donda at least on apple music when you go on the track list mm-hmm. you can't see the features they just say the name of the songs and like oh, i feel Spotify, like that... yeah uh who who did who started that i think 21 savage was the first one who did that and it fucked everybody up or something that's shit. doing a disservice to the people who like want to listen back, back to the certain artist on a song and, and they understand don't... who was on it yeah. right like well, well, if i know... hear a sound of a new artist and now i don't know who that is but we know travis hove um Fabio, which probably has the best outstanding mm-hmm. fucking show out on that. Oh, album. okay. Wait, I got the full track list right here. Um, yeah. so the Donda Chan is actually Selena Johnson. I didn't know that. Oh, um, he went back for her. so cool. jail is Francis and the Lights, which I guess is a band, and then Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Uh God Breathe. Oh, it's so many. So it's just a lot. I don't want to have to do this whole thing. Vori, Playboy Cardi, Fabio, Little Baby, The Weekend, Baby Keem, Travis Scott, Little Dirk, Little Yachty, uh, let's see, Young Thug, Don Tolliver, Kid Cuddy, Ariana Grande, Tony Williams, Conway and the Machine, West Side Gun. KC, The Locks, J Electronica, Swiss Beats, Chris Brown, sort of. Pop Smoke, sort of. Mm. Um, Roddy Rich, Sincia, The Sunday Service, um, Ty Dolla, and a lot of a lot of production credits. Nine. Wow. So, Everybody got in their bag when that album. 
that's that's the thing too that god breathe is crazy like i said jay's verse wasn't the best on jail but where it was in the placement of the song was 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 hitting fabio's verse and off the grid shit man like I, you could just I give can't. me that that could have been part two that could it could have been off the grid and then off the grid part two like how he did with designer yeah. on pablo mm-hmm he could have that uh hurricane little baby the weekend, weekend that shit oh my that god that right there is a smoker it, that's that a big right record i feel like the stadium smoker. is just chanting that screaming mm-hmm. that huge huge um moon moon is a, a builder for me because i didn't listen to it when i first played it through and then i was mm-hmm. like hold on let me go back because i'm a fan of don tolliver but yeah moon is a is both both Kid Cudi and Don went off on that, but yeah, did, I, yeah. I would I would have to go mainly because there's just so many features and a good that portion Travis of record was people. fire. Uh, which one? Um, Praise God. Yeah, Praise God. Yeah, he um, got in so. his pocket, man. Like Travis finds his pocket with anyone, and he just goes. He doesn't care. He's a sound. He has his own sound. You can't do his sound without him. And no. when he's there, his sound is very present. Mm-hmm. Very present. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go nine as well. That's a it's a strong, it's a strong showing. It's a lot of people, but a lot of people everyone can, uh, show like, proof. Especially when you have uh Conway and um mm-hmm. West Side um, Gun talking like about like God shit in their mm-hmm. own way. I'm like you got these two like they talk like the greasy shit so masterfully like it's like it's beautiful gangster music mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and like to but hear them production and then to hear them be able to change shifts and still give you that while also you know talking about like their faith and how god watched over them and they still doing like you know the god thing but it's still right. like it fits in their right. way yeah it, it doesn't feel like it's out of place i'm like that's good fucking stuff. masterful. Good stuff. Good stuff. He could. He should produce more for them. I feel like, especially for dude. You uh, know what West song Side he produced? Gun. You know what song he produced that I was like amazed by, and I fucking love the song "Industry Baby" by Lil Nas X. No way, dude. I haven't. I, I don't think I've heard the song. Honestly, I've seen clips of the video, but it. Wait, so Kanye is on his Jesus stuff, but he'll work with an openly gay man, Little Nas X. He has an interview from like back in 2004, 2005, where he said that uh, he would be in the studio and he would tell people not to use gay as a slur because gay people are still people and they need to be respected. And like, you know, there was like- This is Kanye you're saying? This is Kanye said, was saying that in the interview. So he was saying, so he's been supportive, you know, of, 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 you know, the whole, of the whole community and he respects them. So I'm not surprised and possibly- He's probably one of those type of Christians that's like, I'm going to still respect you and love you because you're still God's child, regardless of what you do. So, like, if he's that way, like, and that's why he took, I mean, it's weird because he took the song with the baby off. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, over the age stuff. Off off the Spotify. But then he has them on the album. So, I I don't know. I, I don't get it. 
but like at the same time, I too, mean, I'm like, he's in the fashion world, and of course, we know there's a yeah. huge homosexual uh, community in the fashion industry. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he's run across gay people. I'm sure he's worked with gay people already. And if, he and, and he's cool with them. You know, what I'm saying yeah, as, as you should he's be. Going, like, he's probably gonna like, have to. Exactly. So I, I think you know him doing industry, baby. I was surprised because mm-hmm. that shit's a banger, dude. Is it? I'm gonna have to check that out. Oh, I fan. I just remember, um, hey Panini, like. Uh, oh, that little Montero? Nas X song. Yeah. I know people like oh, like they kind of think of Montero and they're like, yo, this shit's not, you know, because he's talking about being with a dude, or whatever. But that shit bangs too, though. I'm sorry, yeah. like industry baby, like yo, if his album, if this is any indication of what his album's going to sound like, I'm listening because that shit's fire. Industry baby, produced by Kanye, that nice. shit is ten. Let for me 10. just say this: when I listen to music. I listen to it objectively. I don't listen to it as in like I'm applying myself to that unless mm-hmm. it's something that I identify with. So yep. when I listen to, I can listen to Cardi, like Cardi B. 100%. I can listen to Meg Thee Stallion. I can I listen can't. to the City Girls. I can listen to. I can't listen to I know Meg. that's not. I can't listen to City no? Girls. No. <laughs> Cardi is the only one out of I that whole group I'm listening to. Just saying, like, if a song come on, I'm not like, oh, ill, no, I can't listen to that girl. Like, mm-hmm. I understand, like, that's what you're doing. That's not what I'm doing. Like, exactly. a lot of these rappers is rapping about shooting niggas up. Like, that's what you're doing. That's not, that's what, not what I'm, I'm doing. doing. So, exactly. yeah. So I don't put myself in the shoes of these artists that I listen to, but yeah. I understand what they're saying is what they're doing. But yeah, so go check out those I know two. Montero and like Industry Baby. Them shits is fire. I'm gonna check those out. I'm gonna check those out. Last category. We can wrap this up. This is a whole long debate. We gotta do creativity just off the off the oh man. It's 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 a nine. It's a nine. I'm just thinking and like I said, it's it's nothing like anything he's done before, obviously. Like once again, it's not because even Jesus is king, it didn't have features like this. It wasn't as star studied with the guest list as this. And like there is some elements like, you know, the choir stuff, but like, I feel like he did a lot of different things. It's just a lot to me. And when you have so much, mm-hmm. you kind of, it kind of feels like diluted at a point. Like, yeah, I feel you. Uh, God Breathe sounds like, um, 808s and heartbreaks. What's that song? I'm not loving you. Oh, um, love lockdown. Love lockdown. It kind of sounds like that. So there are like familiar moments, not as mm-hmm. much as Drake's though. I, I, you know, clearly, but there are familiar moments. You but get I'm that feeling. To... You, 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 you. The vibe is there, but it's sonically the landscape is different. Yeah, I would go eight. I would go eight. Oh, that means Donda's the better album. I mean, <laughs> that means only Donda's because the better only because <laughs> <laughs> yo, they gonna be bad. We gonna get hey. bad messages. I'm like Donda's hey. the better album, dude. I'm sorry. That's okay. Like, it's, Kanye it's, once again, it's a lot. Man, like say what you say, want to say about Kanye. He, every single time he comes out, it's going to be different. Now, mind you, I still think it should have been a, a, a shorter album. Like I said, right. I shortened it down to 13 songs. That would do it. That would make it a more easier, digestible. Like, oh, I would have, have more nines. solid answers. I he feel like I was nines. just on a He would have like nines coaster. and tens all over that shit if, if, he, if he scaled it down. 
Right. Make it more concise. And, and if Dre scaled it down to out of here. If Dre scaled it down too, he probably have more eights and nines on his shit too. But at least for us here on the podcast, bro, uh Donda's the winner. Yeah, I'll take Donda. I'll once I break it down, remix it, maybe change some placements around. I'll, mm-hmm. you know, make my own little playlist out of it. But 2021 has definitely been an interesting year for music, to say the least. I just yep. want to see. Bear with me one second. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the top rap albums of the year so far? What would you uh, What would you select? What would you expect so far? Um, the, does the Cole album come out this year? Uh, that new one, that new Cole came out this year, so that would be definitely one of. Oh them. yeah, the off season. Yeah, the off season. Yeah. So we got the off season, certified lover boy. Uh oh wait, let me just go to a full article. Uh so Nas King Disease. Yes. Um, let's see. Isaiah Rashad's The House is Burning. I haven't was, listened uh, to it yet. Yeah, I haven't gotten through it, but oh I did hear one track with Schoolboy Q that was uh definitely was hard. Mm-hmm. Um Tyler's Call Me If You Get Lost. 100 percent which is killing Dude that shit that shit should miss, be yo. that shit should be top like if you really had to pick a top album i feel like tyler would have it he can't miss he can't miss polo g's hall of fame i don't even listen i don't even know who that is polo g from chicago that's the number one album this really? year yeah he had uh i'm a rocks i'm a rap rap star rock star uh I don't know. I, I, um, I've heard the name. I just he's the younger artist. I don't want to. I don't want to bash him, but he's hard. He's hard. He got some stuff that was Faith uh, by Pop Smoke would have been a top album. If they ain't put out so many damn deluxes. Listen, man. I mean, we had Exodus by DMX was was cool. I mean, kind of a tribute, but I know it wasn't. They they should have they uh they should have waited on it and then crafted it to be something a bit better. Man, they just want to get something out in that in his honor, I feel like. Yeah. You know, on how that go. Got uh Gangsta's Pain, Moneybag, yo. I ain't really go through that, but I feel like all the Everybody radio spins. Bag, yo. Yeah, I feel like the radio kind of has them has them online. They got them um, in a different placement than like what we would expect. The voice with Lil Dirk. I haven't even and little baby, I haven't even heard that shit. Either. Right. Uh and then that's what they all say by Jack Harlow, which was a which was a cool album. I didn't I don't think I ever finished it, but Jack Harlow top- is Jack Harlow is like the new white rapper experiment in mainstream <laughs> right now. I kinda like it, man. I kinda like it. I'm I'm cool with it too. I mean, you're gonna like who you like, and there's somebody for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with that, but all this music, all of this content with the quarantine, it's been a lot to digest. Just thinking of uh, upcoming movies, movie hype that's been happening so far. Just mm-hmm. I'm gonna name a couple movies. You let me know how you feel about them. If you're excited for them, if you care, you know, if they shouldn't even made this movie, because that's kind of I'm thinking about maybe one of these, but just off the rip, we got The Matrix 4. This is the- 
this is a this is a struggle for me too. I'm still trying to digest what the story is, even in seeing the trailer. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, because like it seems like they reverted back to what the world used to be in the storyline. Right. And back I'm like, to so the humanity the part. So I was like, what was the point of doing all of that that you did just to go back? The whole prophecy and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what it looks what, amazing. Does it? Uh... I mean, they got. I mean, you know, listen. The, the film industry technology wise to come a long way they I'm don't sure. you know what i'm saying like that's cool but like um i don't need it i love keanu though i'm really yeah. i'm more i'm more excited for john wick 4 than matrix because john wick 4 that storyline where it left off in the third one right hella crazy there can, there can be more i feel i kind of feel that same way too but i mean I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the matrix franchise i feel like they should have included Morpheus, but they got uh, another. I'm, I'm familiar with his name. He played uh, Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen um, series on HBO. Um, so, yeah, I don't check facts or names around here, but nah, you can look either. him up. Yeah, he's playing. I guess he's playing Morpheus's role or how they're doing this whole story now and trendy he meets her in a coffee shop i'm sorry if i'm spoiling the trailer but i just don't know i don't know if this movie know, was man. necessary like, for the say- franchise it just feels like a you know one of those not a cash grab but let's see how far we can push this until they don't care anymore kind of well, i got something to do there's something about these type of movies but let's get through your list first before i even go off on them because yeah it's um, starting to get on so- my damn nerves Next upcoming one I am definitely excited about is the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, which is supposedly just, introducing that. the whole multiverse to the whole, uh, and, you know, to, Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be really big. It's supposed to include a lot of different people. Um, I think that's going to be yeah, that's going to be that's already a, a eight out of ten for me so far. It's going to be a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten once I see it. And so just because they got Doc Ock back in there, right? And, that and trailer just, was really good. And just the hype. I think they have Green Goblin. So I'm wondering which Green Goblin they're going to bring into a it. lot of speculation. A lot of and speculation. There's the only one Green Goblin they can bring. Like we don't want to see no one but Willem Dafoe. That's what we don't want to. We yeah. don't want to see no one other than Alfred Molina is Doc Ock. So they couldn't have not gotten him for Doc Ock, especially nah. with the spider-man uh ps4 game being a huge mm-hmm. banger on top this is the only way these all these things can stay interconnected yes. and still be as top quality as it is so and just and just having the idea that you may get to see toby Maguire back in the suit the toby, first spider-man on film you know what i mean like they're saying toby and andrew both and i and i like both of them i like like the amazing gonna, spider-man like i like those two movies man that series is is not as highly rated as the other Spider-Man franchises, but uh, it's, it's all not, it all comes together in the whole. It's not hype of I, character. 
I, I enjoyed it a lot, man. The fact mm-hmm. that it wasn't like, I think it's because it wasn't like a Mary Jane situation. It was a Gwen Stacy gener- uh, situation. And like, right. it, and like people couldn't grasp on because probably the, the casual viewer probably didn't know that, you know, she was before Mary Jane in the first place. Right, right. So they went, so in my eyes, I figured they were trying to push him further along to mm-hmm. like three or four movies but you know he's older and he would get older but yeah, he's still trying take... to play this so there was like you know you're getting old which is sad because i think he was great but he's getting older so we won't be able to keep up the same youth on right. you the same way you know what i'm saying unless they so, do it like this this is a great way so now maybe perfect. there can be some sort of i don't know something down the line where he can play like i think there's a part in the comic books where there's like a spidey union like all the spider-men from all the i could be making this up but it would sound familiar right. i read that i read that comic it is it's called the spider-verse as well so the spider-verse movie that we got was like you know a movie version of what it was supposed to be but the actual story in the comics once again is like way bigger it involves right. way more people the the um like the consequences of everything is way is like way worse i'm like the story is inside i read the whole series of it and i'm like if they try to bring that into into the spider-man thing now because of this whole multiverse thing and they just you know they bring it into like maybe this movie and another movie i'm like it's going to be crazy it's it's a lot they could start building off it because Mm -hmm. spider-man is gonna be a part of spider-man is the most famous marvel character out of everybody else they said he's the most he generates the most profit like mm-hmm. in in characters it's because just he's too, just a regular nigga bro it's too <laughs> relatable to people like he's just a regular dude he likes a girl she's into him but not into him mm-hmm. and he has a best friend and they kind of hang out and they're all into their the own shit thing that regular niggas go through but he's also spider-man and right. you know, he has to juggle <laughs> that and i'm like yo he's like he's he's cool but i'm excited it's for super that cool it's super cool uh and then lastly oh no not lastly i'm sorry next on my list because i know you're a huge anime fan and this is one of the top rated animes i think in in classic memory cowboy bebop is that is that a show or a movie this is gonna be a movie a live action are you familiar with the cast uh i know it's homeboy from harold and kumar Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, i don't know who the, the 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 other two people are though oh excuse me this is gonna be a tv series yes, on netflix yes, oh okay I, w- I thought it was just gonna be a uh, a movie i will um, say so... this right when it comes to live action like especially for animes like mm-hmm. um it has to be very good and they have to be like very conscious of the fact there's a lot of things that happen in animes that they can't do live on screen right right and like you when just, you're choosing what to bring to live action you gotta know what you're doing right there was an attack on titan live action movie that they oh did a couple years back trash no good uh we had the dragon ball z live action they tried to do a couple years ago trash Oh um, my god, yes. Oh Dragon Ball Evolution. Me that book. I and, know. And, and, and it, was, it was a nigga who did it. 
And this nigga had the audacity to sit here and be like, you know, I didn't know the whole. I just wanted to do a movie. I didn't. I didn't right. know nothing about it. And wow, I was like, they somebody find this nigga. And that like, was a big thing, though. They brought Dragon Ball to like Burger King. It was in the yeah. like kids' toys. It and was it a was big trash. thing, but it was just but garbage. When they do it right, though, like there is the Tokyo Ghoul live action one and two. Both of them mm-hmm. joints was fire. They got the Roroni Kenshin movies. All of them joints is fire. People didn't like it because it wasn't like exact to the anime, but the um oh, and it just left my mind. Um, Death Note, the Death Note live action, because on, they placed it, it was in, on Netflix. They placed it in America rather than yeah. in Japan, and I can understand it. That. Would it wasn't you didn't di- need it wasn't to change it. Because, direct to the anime yeah, yeah it was like he, some new york i mean not new york some like california kid and yeah it, like it was you, different you, it was you, different you you can't do death note and not keep it where the same because there's no reason because there's, there's no reason to have changed that yeah there's nothing there's no reason like that like even with the attack on titan the reason why it was so trash is because like um first of all like they're not even asian in attack on titan mm-hmm <laughs> You know, they have like, you know, European German S names, but then they'll do that. They switch them off to like, you know, Asian Asian names and stuff like that. Like Levi was even in it. And it's like, why did you make these changes? I'm like, you should have just went with a you sold the idea, got a bigger budget, and just did it the right way. And I'm like, the Death Note movie, they didn't need to change the location. They didn't need like, you know, change like them to like Americans. They could have just kept it in Tokyo and like and done with everything that they needed to do. Like it, it wasn't a sense. Yeah, they, anytime they do these live actions, they pick and choose. And it's like when they take from books, they want to pick and choose. And then parts of the story struggle mm-hmm. or parts of the character struggle. And or... that's what killed with that's what killed Percy Jackson. Like I, I'm I'm actually mm. finishing up that book series now. And like wow, I read I the, the first two movies and I read the first two books. They don't match at all. And it pissed me off because I'm like, the books are so much better than the movies. You know what I mean? And it's just like, uh, the thing is, I think people who get chosen to do these live actions, they actually need to be a fan and they actually need to understand the content that they're creating and make sure that they don't fuck it up. They can't it's get tough. new people who just who just found it was like, oh, I want to do it and just right. do it. Like it it's shouldn't a tough, work like that. It's a tough sell. I mean, you got to be a, a fan of it for sure. Mm-hmm. But that brings me to my next one or final one, I guess, which is Halloween Kills, which is, I don't even know the number in the franchise, but it's another Halloween movie with... I'll take it. Me I'll too. It. Me I'll too. <laughs> me too. And for, for a couple of reasons, I just want to tell you, I'm not just preference i'm not typically attracted to white women but something about jamie lee curtis does it for me bro she does it for me and i'm just being honest like her silver hair if we was on a dinner date or something i don't know what where it would go Yo, but you are wild nigga. i remember she used to do those activia commercials and i used to just i used to just stop and be like yeah mm-hmm, i eat yogurt too baby we could eat yogurt what you we could get regular we could get on a on a yeah. get our bowels right stupid. <laughs> i just find her absolutely adorable nah but- man like her whole character has like what I like about it is her evolution from the first movie from all the, the way first to now. one. 
it's dope because in the first one she's running from him running from him trying to get away she thinks she kills him and then by now in this one she's like i she's, want it she's she's like, like yo bring it on, on. <laughs> wait, wait till halloween i'm i'm strapped up i've been training like, and not even her but the daughter too but her if whole you haven't family seen the last one this is a spoiler. Like when her daughter's like, it's like, I don't want to do this. No, right. I don't want to do this. And she's like, away. got you, nigga. I was like, what? Crazy. Like, Yo, that twist at the end, I'm like, this is how you fucking write a movie. I'm going to watch it tonight. I feel like that's a action movie with horror elements. Yes. Because horror movies, I don't like horror movies. I'm not love into I'm not into sitting here jump scaring, staring at the screen. Oh, man, I don't I know the shit. music's too loud, and then oh, I hear nah. something in the background, and I don't know what's behind me. Like I'm not trying to sit nah, here like that, that all night. I love that shit. That's I'm my, not horror movies are my favorite type of movie. <laughs> But this I can watch Halloween. I can watch because I know it's suspenseful, but it's about to turn up and shit's about to get crazy and i'm gonna enjoy what i see 100%. and the story this is one of the most consistent franchises because the story has been like and it's literally evolved. yes it's just been grown it's like a, it's almost a universe at this point like her daughter can go on and have her own movies now like it is it's such a great franchise and they don't even though it's all in the same like universe it is but they don't try to sit here and try to make it like this big spectacle that is in the universe. No, it's right. just a fucked up story that we have to see end. And it's going ham. I feel like this is what Scream could have been. Yeah. But Scream just at a point got wacky and ridiculous. It's because of the um the parody. I think the parody also helped like people kind of look at it in a different way. True. The, uh, the true, scary movies true, and stuff the like scary, that. Right, right. Like right, no one was... parodied Halloween. And I think that helped it a lot. Like when you do a parody, like especially you take like away the, um, the paranormal activity movies, right? Like mm-hmm. there was a couple of parodies about that. And I feel like it kind of took away from them, even though I enjoyed them. But Halloween. They definitely haven't done it. It's, it's stayed intact. It's still very suspenseful. I cannot wait to see this next one come out. And I mm-hmm. will be DMing uh, Jamie Lee Curtis tonight if she <laughs> needs a slim African-American housekeeper. Ah, oh, you stupid. <laughs> I will gladly eat Activia yogurt and anything she needs, bro. I'm just saying. Her and not... Uh, let me wait. Let me see what she looked like right now before I even say her name. So I was going to say this when we took we was talking about the Matrix. I understand that people want to like continue the universes or they want to remake movies, but it's like, are we going to continue? Like, even though I love Halloween and I'm excited Mm -hmm. that's coming back, like, when are we? Mm -hmm. Is creativity dead? Like, are we just going to continue? Like I feel you. You feel like they're just doing the same things over and over. I understand it because it's easier to sell. It's the same reason that artists sample songs. It's mm. easier to sell you something that you know already or that you have some familiar idea with mm-hmm. than it is to sell you something that's brand new because then I got to make you believe in it. Then I got to convince you that this is better or newer or cooler than what you are already familiar with Mm -hmm. and a lot of times 
oh shit, humans, we're creatures of habit. So if we know something and it produces a similar response consistently, then we can go to it for that response. But then if we try something new and it doesn't hit, then we just like, damn, I wasted my time over here. Yeah. So a lot that. of these studios, when they put millions and millions of dollars behind a movie, they want to know, like, this is something that we know the public is into. It's going to hit. It is a it is a franchise that's that's so old that still has fans. So tired, though, man, like the Matrix 4. We don't need that. But on the other hand, Halloween 4. Yeah, let's do I it. I know it's, it's, it's a thin line. It's like, I guess it's the the thing is, though, if you're going to do it, the story has to evolve. And I think that's what makes the difference. That's the, yeah, if that's the story the doesn't evolve. Like, how many Toy Stories have they done? But each time it's something different. It's though. a different, yeah. They're not and still be, looking at Andy going to college, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, And the fact that it went from, like, Andy being a kid all the way now to, like, a whole new, like, situation whole new with kid. a whole other yeah. kid. It's right. like, the story keeps going. And it's, you know, like, it could go from horror movies to Disney Pixar movies to... If the story evolves every single time, you got it. Right. That was my issue with The Quiet Place 2. Because, like, the first one was amazing. The second one, it didn't evolve the story. You didn't like it? Dude, it didn't go anywhere. I enjoyed it. It's where you went no, that. Wait, wait. Was... Re- re- really quick, before we talk about that, because I want to talk about that. I just wanted to say, God damn, and I just lost my point already that quick. Um, all right, so Quiet Place 2. Um, I... I oh oh yeah about the matrix um it didn't I feel like the matrix was written to be a trilogy I feel like the story concluded itself like yeah. this was it, it it was not it, but and that's why I feel weird about this because I feel like the story it gave you its grand closing and then you just opened it back up and was like, Oh no, we still got some crumbs up in here. Let me give you those. So like, again, that's just why that feels weird to like me. Like I don't of, know if I think the only like there was one movie that kind of did that. That was like Days of Future Past with X-Men. And it's like when you sit there and then you send Logan back and he just does a whole bunch of shit that changes the future, like kind of rewrites it. It's like that's dope because now. We don't know yeah. how everything changed because, you know, Scott uh, Cyclops died in like Last Stand, but now he's alive and the, just and from those changes. Change it, yeah. And it's just like, dude, like yeah. what was different? That and that keeps that intrigue new... with right. you. But like for you to sit here and like you end it in a certain way and like, I don't know, man. I don't it's, know. it's for that same reason. It's familiar. It's they put millions of dollars behind it. And it's kind of why we see The Rock in the same role over and over and over again. Like, it's because it works. The Fast it works. and Furious he, movies. As people much are as familiar people. with him. And they're familiar I, with Vin seeing Diesel, him on screen. Yeah. Vin, they just, you know crazy? The cars blowing Fur- up. It just works. Fast and Furious, like, as much as people, like, they have become, like, um... Not, I don't want to say corny, but they've become like this. Like, it's they they make memes of it, so it's definitely kind of corny. But they've evolved from like street car racing to this. Oh no! To for this, sure to this shit, and it's just like wow. That evolution is just a bit much, though, because now they're in space. Yeah, like they're gotta, just 
catching rockets with their hands. Like you, you lost like your core audience who was just there for Paul Walker and the Evo, man. Yeah, like it's not that street racing scene anymore. It's just so much. Going like it was on. cool. Like when it got to like five, the last one when he died, I was like, you could have just ended it right there and left it alone. But the fact that you kept doing more of them and it's just like, you just want to do it bigger and better every time. It's like, fam, you just, Man. it's getting corny now. Entertainment is very costly. So I understand why these studios don't miss. They don't want to miss. Mm-hmm. Even with the TV shows, they reboot the same TV shows or they spin over off shows like, because um, they know that you're familiar and it's Texas more Texas Ranger got a new one. Uh, it was uh, Chuck Norris back in the day, and now they got it with Jerry P- uh, Padalecki from Supernatural. Oh, wow. And I love the dude. Supernatural is one of my f- oh, top nice. shows of all time. Because that I'm just like, ended, right? Or yeah. a little while yeah, ago. It just ended That's cool. A little time he flipped ago. that into a new job quick. Quick. And I, I want to watch no it and see if it's no checks. Nah, and um, Jensen Ackles is actually going to be on the third season of The Boys. So, like, they both got oh, into certain... I'm with The Boys. Oh, The Boys is fire. The Boys is lit. When I come back, we should do... Um, I've been saying we should do some sort of, like, review segment or review portion or even, like, a side clip just to review some stuff. I know I'm watching TV all in the house on YouTube you all day, what? so you that'd be cool. crazy? I think we could do that for the YouTube. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I definitely want to set that up. I'm about to uh, start a subscription for Wondershare so I can start editing and pumping out the videos. So as long as I get the audio, we could get some videos out there and then go from there. No, we should do that. Get the YouTube popping. Big plans, people. Episode two in the books. Yep. Whole lot going on. Fatherhood. Still in a pandemic, people protect yourself, inform yourself. Mm-hmm. So just take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones, because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. For real, man. Every breath is precious. Every meal is important. Every yeah. drop of water. Smoke good, eat good, live good. It's your boy Russ. It's your boy Kev. I hate it here podcast. Check us out, and we are officially on the Apple Podcast app. Which Finally. is exciting. I feel very official now. So leave some comments. Hit us with the reviews. Share it. Show your friends. I know there's like a million podcasts that you can listen to, but if you're listening Tell to us right now, it. thank you. For real. And, you know, the biggest help that you myself. can give us, you know, is just, you know, try to share with people and stuff. Cause you know, we really wanna as you see, like we took, you know, we took a week off and like, even though I was in the hospital, I was ready to record in there. <laughs> Bro, I had to stop. I was like, man, if you want to just skip it, we could skip. It. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to just wait for them to, I'm going to wait for them to cut her open and then she's not going to be looking. So I'm like, we could record. I'm like, yo, chill out. We could, this will be here. Just, just family first, man. Family yeah, first. Man, nah, we, we not nah, check work. I mean, uh, Russ works hard on this shit. You know, I'm we, with we, you, man. Like we, 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 we both be working. He works hard. Like I'm happy to be doing this for him, especially you know, after with the whole kid and whatnot. Like there's a lot of hard work, more work to be done, and I think we're we gonna get don't there. Stop. It don't stop. We get to that next level. Even though I hate it here, I'm still striving every day. So yeah, we'll man. go from there. Peace.